If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. It's Eli's Goodbye Show. He's saying fuck you to Radio Eli's Goodbye Show. Saying goodbye to the format Eli's Goodbye Show. Hey everybody, it's Will. So today we're doing something a little different. Because we're coming up on Elon's last show, and because it's April Fool's, Rachel and I decided to play a little trick on him and pretend we had absolutely nothing prepared. Now, the audio of the reveal may be a little confusing, but all you need to know is that once the music starts, that's when Elon's party starts. So without further ado, we now turn to today's episode of Lost and Rewound, already in progress. I'm not kidding. I was freaking yeah. out the fucking day. Like I was just, like I was on the phone freaking out to Rachel and it was such a disaster. I'm so sorry, dude. I was like so excited to have them come in. Like they were really excited to be here. And then mm-hmm. like last second, it's just like COVID work life. So how about we just do um like a soft, regular old intro? Um, and we'll do it a little somber just because this is your last show. Or you know, it's your- not my last show. Well, we're coming up on your last couple. It's yeah, you know. Um, yeah, that's fine. Um, sure, whatever you want. But like I said, I mean, you're you were running the show here. You're the ones who were recording. So, uh, I mean, this is going to be what's going to air on Thursday. You're going to be the one responsible for editing in this. You know, I put my, you know, I I put this in your hands. So, I mean, really, I mean, this is for you to, um, to roll with. And no, I, I Rachel doesn't deserve any of the blame on this also. Like, like, no, Rachel, I mean, I, I was responsible for like getting some of the guests and then they fell through as well. So, so you ready? Sure. Okay. Rachel, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Hey. So, how's it going? Yeah. Good times. You know, <laughs> it's crazy fucking Thursday. You know, I thought we were going to have a great show for you tonight, but this has turned into an even better show where we are going to, you know, have everybody and everybody tonight is just going to be me, Rachel, and Elon having great discussions about our time together and how fucking awesome that is. That's right. A lot of good times. I mean, so many good fucking times. I mean, Elon, you've had... I knew there was a reason why I had a beer in my hand. Beautiful. Who, wait, who... Who, who, who did that theme? That's a great theme. So that is by the wonderful and magnificent Kevin Jones, who will be coming on later this evening. But, Beautiful. Elon, as this is one of your very few shows left on the world of radio, just for the foreseeable future, please welcome the one and only Timmy Daniels, the, of course, always amazing Olivia Whalen, the musical and brilliantly talented Carrie Ann, the wonderful Tim, and, of course, Mr. Noah DeBase, with all of his wonderful voices. 
how are all of you? And thank you all for being here this evening to say goodbye to Elon Danziger because it's his last show. Is it though? Is it really my last show? I feel April like Fools. I have a few more left in me. April Fools. <laughs> you know, I feel like this is his last show. I feel like you're just sort of like slowly. You I, know, this, so it, it is, in fact, today I actually did uh, submit. Um, to Radio Free Brooklyn that uh, I will be ending the show. Uh, so like uh, maybe about four or five left. No, maybe four shows left or so. But more importantly, holy fucking shit, everybody that's on this Zoom call. It's so nice to see everybody's faces. We got, hello. We got, we got, we, we even have the UK in the house. I mean, God, I, I and I see harps in the background. That's, that's epic. Um, it's amazing to see everybody. Wow. Um, we got not just one, but two Tims. Two for the price of one. Oh. You have a Tim and a Tim. Okay, that's fair. I was going to say, because um, uh, I feel like there's a Timbuktu joke in here somewhere. I don't know. It feels, feels, feels rough. feels rough, but maybe. We got, a long, we got a long show. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I see beautiful Manhattan skyline in, uh, at Olivia's apartment uh, somewhere uptown, I imagine. Downtown, actually. Downtown baby? Downtown I have, baby? I've become a downtown baby. I moved. Amazing. Wow. Love it. Yeah. Uh, look at the hair. That Yes, the hair has grown long. Noah, wow. have you ever seen me have uh, hair this long? You, uh, Noah, having known me much. about as long as uh, as Tim Dowd, I feel like uh, I, I probably have gone crazy. Pandemic's <laughs> hair. You've got a mane. I love the hair. In the last year, you've gone crazy? Who could have thought that? I think everyone's <laughs> got a little crazy. Is there some um, event or something that might have... <laughs> uh, by the time this airs, actually, uh, I think I'm going to be getting my first... Uh, what's it called? My, my, my first vaccine? vaccine? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Hey, congratulations. And I, I don't know how I did it, but I managed to hack the system. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Yep. And then, wow, good for you. Um, so you're so, not just old, then? Yes, yes. I'm not just old, but I'm also bold. Um, and uh, I'm very excited uh, to get on the net, uh, get along with it. Get along with it, little doggy. That's me. Just, Don't you know, trying excited. to. That Moderna second shot took Oh, me. my God. It was yeah. rough. So hard. I've heard. Oh, my God. I was like non functional the next day. I was done. I woke up and it was like food poisoning and sleep, you know, without. To throwing up but everything else was like food poisoning i was like oh that just sounds like you need a lot of rest there timmy i don't really feel like we're in the right place to be like are we all going to be okay once we all supposedly are okay i don't know i don't want to bring this down this is for me but it's also i'm just fucking thrilled to see seeing so many faces and tim uh, and Timmy and Olivia and Carrie Ann and Noah, holy crap, Rachel and Will, thank you guys so much for doing this. Of course, do of course. you want to share with the rest of the crew, or at least the entire group, as you have shared a couple times already on air, um, the big life event that is uh, moving you on from Lost and Rebound? Oh, yeah, sure. Robin and I are expecting um, on May 29th. Oh so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? We are waiting to find out. We are going to be surprised. That surprised. So That's so beautiful. Surprised. Yes. Thank you. Uh, oh, hey, we got another guest here, don't we? Look at that. 
gorgeous. Now, now we have a full Brady Bunch right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Mm. Um, yeah, to re- reiterate to the uh, just joined, um, if you're there connecting somewhere, Kevin Jones. Um, yeah, um, I'm going to be a dad. That's a thing. The thing that, that, that is happening these days. How do you um, feel about it? Um, honestly, like most people with a lot of things right now, trepidation. So, I mean, I just have a double layer of trepidation. I have like a trepidation layer cake. That's like maybe like one layer of excitement and then another layer of absolute, you know, scare, uh, you know, fear, but, um, you know, but just like in general, there he is. There's that face. Um, just in general, you know, not sure, you know, ambivalence, no, not sure what's happening. Alon, what would you, um, what would you like to say in this recording to your child? Oh my God. Yes. What would I like to say in this recording to my child? Um, Stop the recording. <laughs> Don't listen to it anymore. So we are going to now turn your ways to listen to the amazing Carrie Ann before she unfortunately has to leave us. If you don't wait, worry. am I supposed to do something now? Oh, shit. Did we not talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't prime April you and ready for <laughs> April Fool's. Oh. No, I am going to sing a song, but do you want me to sing it right now? Well, do you have to? You have to go on it. In, in yeah, I guess minutes, I probably right? should sing the song if if, yes. if that's if that's cool. I, want that. if you're I will never turn down a Carrie Ann song. <laughs> I've got three harps behind me, but Will asked me to sing the song that I play on the guitar. Um, this is called um, "Let's Sing," and it's about the power of music to still connect us. It was actually written not to drag the uh, mood down, but it was written about my experience with dementia and how music was the one thing that we could still connect um, through and I could still see the life and the soul well we all can seem to of the people we've loved even though everything else seems to disappear so I was like well there doesn't seem to be anything else I can do let's just sing and we can still enjoy that so if I was doing this at a live gig I'd say sing along but feel free to sing along I don't want to lose you I can see you slipping away Please hold on I don't want to say goodbye today Cause you told me how to grow and kind And you are the
Fuck out, girl. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Nice. Wow. You could say it was flaming. I, was beautiful. I would agree. Just stunning. Well, it Just feels stunning. so strange without other people like singing along when I'm doing it live. I get everyone to sing along. So. What is your so experience? Lonely. Yeah. Well, what's your experience been like uh, over the lockdown um, in terms of like, you know, doing live streaming? Has, has that been something that you've been, uh, I guess, getting acclimated to even more now? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I now stream three times a week on Twitch, so I'm streaming a lot, and it's been really it's been really great, actually. I've 
now a Twitch partner, which is fun. Um, but it's actually really nerve-wracking singing to all you guys, because I can see all your faces. <laughs> so, like, I'm singing on Twitch, and there might be hundreds of people watching, but I don't know it, because I can't yeah. see their faces. Whereas this is, feels really nerve-wracking, because I can see you all. <laughs> There's something about singing into the void that, you know, you just jump in down the cliff, and it's okay. But yeah. when you're doing, like, a personal concert in a Zoom room where you see everyone's faces, it's a totally different feel. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't done a live gig in a year, so I don't know how that's going to feel going going back to that. Like an in-person gig, I should say. They're all live when you're live streaming, but, you know. Sure. Well, I mean, you're, you're getting there somewhere, I imagine, in terms of uh, the things opening up. So how, how do you feel, personally? Um, mm, ooh, I don't know. That's a complicated question. How do we feel, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so many feelings <laughs> like it's exciting to get back into the world I, I also have like a bit of nervousness about it like having spent a year away from everything like am i going to remember what what we used to do we're, we're we're all a you know in this room uh virtual room performers in some capacity um musicians actors um singers and so i, I imagine that there's no matter what this like pot kettle like, excuse me what's the word the pot bu bubbling over like we're just sort of like we're ready to just like burst and you know do something i don't know yeah um i'm also nervous that having now i live stream for hours at a time I, i'm not going to be able to like condense into a shorter set like i'm used to waffling for ages now <laughs> <laughs> where uh if i if i may uh bulldoze through here uh i i what is your twitch um link so that if anybody wants to follow your streams or where can they go yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd love that if anyone wanted to come say hi. It's twitch.tv slash music And my name is Welsh, so it's an unusual spelling. It's C-E-R-I-A-N, music. Dope. Love it. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Your face is one that I miss. I mean, I miss all faces. Most mo most faces uh, that I miss are not mine, but because uh, I, 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 <laughs> I see it too much. But, but your face, goodness, goodness gracious, across from the pond, I know, I've got such fond memories of that show we did when I was visiting New York and I'm so glad that I visited when I did because it was only a couple of months later that everything you know shut down so I'm glad I'm glad I was there then you are a unbelievably amazing musician oh you... thanks thanks for inviding me of course Elon, good luck with your um baby journey Yes, <laughs> it shall be. Sh it... <laughs> Speaking of change, <laughs> it shall be a journey, and your your uh, your your fortune um, bestowing on me is uh, one that I will take very uh, heavily with me. Thank you. Oh, I'm so pleased for you. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. What what what's a good like Welsh cheers that I can uh, hand off to my British wife uh, so I can look impressive? Yachida. Yachida. Yeah, this, this is cheers in Welsh. Yachida. Yachida. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <Thank you. laughs> yes, everyone's Yachida. cheersing. I love it. Cheers. Thank you so much. And um, thank you. Have a great and have a great stream. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Have a great last show. That's not really your last show. It's April Fools. Exactly. <laughs> Third last, it's, fourth last, fifth last show. We're 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 winding down. And you're the best, care. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Take care. This is genius. What have what have you done? You've 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 assembled the the the, the handsomest and most beautiful of people all in one place. Let's say hi to Kevin Jones, who came in, who haven't we, we needed to say hi to yet. Hi, buddy. 
Kevin. Get it low. Yeah. There, there you go. go. Okay. All right. Sorry. This is a brand new mic system I just got, and it is way too expensive to not work. So <laughs> glad it's working. Sorry, I was about to say that uh, in general, like the fact that your music palette, from all I've been able to see, is so diverse. Like you've been doing metal. Um, weren't you just recently doing a stint with a band called Honor Among Thieves? I'm still with Honor Among Thieves. You, yeah. you are. You are still. Okay. That's yeah. amazing. I, I've heard of this band. They've, they've been going for, you know, they had, their lineup has changed over the years, but they've been going strong for like two decades now. And it's just fantastic to see that you you got like a real diverse palette of, of music on your belt, sir. Yeah. I, I mean, I appreciate that. That's one of the things that I, I don't like to tell people no. <laughs> so uh, if I have a friend who's um, got a band going and I have time to to either record with them, play with them, jam with them, perform with them, I'm going to say yes. I don't, I don't care what the style is. Like I've, I've done bluegrass, uh, metal, industrial metal. I've been working on something recently that sounds a little bit like um, Alice in Chains uh, mixed with The Refused. And now uh, at the same time, I was working on that one second and then the next second I was working on this uh, lovely piece that Will sent me. <laughs> the voice memo that you musicified and made into an actual song. Uh, yes, sir. That is what well, you're I, about. I mean, the catchiest part about it is the melody that you created, sir. So <laughs> there you go. Collaboration. Yes. All, all for me? That That's... Bah! That's crazy. I can't believe that. I don't get it, man. That's, I, I feel humbled. I'm, I'm constantly, stupendously, stuperifically humbled. Here, my well, as you say. are our radio lord and savior. So you are. You got us into right, this. right. And after like, that, now I am. Now I am. True, true. And I mean, especially, I mean, those, I mean, dude, those locks, man. It's it's impossible not to see you as a messiah. Besides. I mean, if and if it was, and we just did reruns and encores for the rest of April, I'd be okay with that. I mean, we just... <laughs> have, does anybody have a particular feeling about how they dealt with this time? I mean, was it particularly hard for everybody? Was it particularly... Did you guys find it easy to create? Did you find it hard to create? I mean, I already yeah. had a... Yeah, I, I had a business that uh, I still have uh, to this day. And uh, I guess I was fortunate that I was able to translate whatever I was doing uh, pre-COVID into a post-COVID world. Um, and I just sort of leaned into the fact that I could be a recluse and be able to profit in some capacity. I don't think that most people can do that, especially, um, you know, with, you know, the fact that, they're not going to necessarily have as much space as I somehow managed to have. Um, but, you know, the very fact that you're keeping yourself busy, Rachel, with things that are, in, in, you know, indic indicative of what you're trying to get into, if I may say so, social work. I mean, you're, you've got a heavy class load. And once you're done, which I believe is next month, it's Almost. go time. It's go yeah. time. You, you're you're, you're going to have internships. You're going to continue to remain busy. And, you know, for whatever may be worth your... Uh, you, you will have things that will keep you maybe outside of the house so that you will keep yourself well occupied. You will not have to worry about depending on being stuck in the house to uh, make make income. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm, I'm projecting. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Like, I, I really cannot wait to be back out in the world. But I do wonder 
what I would have done with all that time if I had had it. Do you have any ideas of the things you wanted to do or you just kind of want that blank canvas to see what happens? I don't, I mean, I'm not really sure what I would have done. Um, like the only extra thing that I did was I started a podcast like everybody else, but well, that's like, still something, but that was a podcast that I had like on the agenda since pre pandemic. Uh, so like, but you still like, did it. Like yeah. you could have, you could have also, you know, you could have sucked at your job and just decided you didn't want to do anything from home and get depressed. So like, I mean, I think we all got a little depressed. Oh, I got very depressed. I think we all got, yeah, we're all a little crazy right now, but I feel like the fact that you got through it and you held on to a job and you did a podcast, like, sounds like you were, you were productive. I was productive. Yeah. Very busy. Very, very busy. Like, I think maybe like. And your first big, you know, the Hollywood project. What? Also your first IMDb credit and your first big Hollywood project. Two. I have two, two credits, Whoa. but I'm not on IMDb yet. True, true, true. Can you share yeah. details about this? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So one of them is I was a production manager on Christian Finnegan's new comedy special, which is not out yet. Um, and I was, and I also filmed behind the scenes for um, another larger scale comedy special that is also not out yet. Bye. Sounds Amazing. good to me. That's great. Yeah, those were that the is... two in-person experiences I had during this pandemic. <laughs> and, Except and it I, was I, outdoor COVID protocol, all good. Yeah. And all these things might come together. In a couple of years, you might find out that you needed all these different skills to work together to create something. Yeah, Olivia, I, mean, I want we'll uh, to hear from what you're what you're doing. We haven't heard uh, what what's happening with uh, your with your your uh, with, excuse with me with what? your web series with yes with you your <laughs> web series and what you've been up to. Well, I've got my cat on my lap right now. I was that's I, I kind of was a little bit entranced and wanted to hear from your cat before you, but I figured you could speak for your cat. I since... could speak for my cat. She's um, this is Ariana Grande. Hey, Ariana, my, what's up? My mother nature. Um, <laughs> Ariana Grande's on my lap. Um, so I, I actually moved uh, just exactly a year ago today from way uptown to way downtown. I'm now in Wall Street and I've been working uh, for my parents, actually. My grandfather was an artist and he left behind a lot of stuff, artwork and also just personal belongings and mountains of paper so i've been slowly going through everything and organizing everything and kind of making sense of everything uh so that's been this you know it's working with family so that's not always fun uh sometimes it's a pain in the ass but i do i've made progress though so that feels good and then outside of that i've kept up you know just my irons in the fire with with right kept up with my writing skills kept up with some acting things, but it's um, it, nothing, nothing that to show for it as of right now. But I stayed busy and I stayed creative, so I feel happy with how I spent the time of the pandemic. And I also uh, hijacked Ariana Grande from my parents about a month ago, so that's wait, wait, wait. So it's not actually your cat. It's just <laughs> it's your parents' cat. That's why the cat was named by your mother. If you, <laughs> oh, all right, so. My parents had three cats and two of them were brother and sister and they like tolerated each other. But then Ariana Grande came in. She was a bodega cat that my mom, I think the bodega was closing and my mom was worried the cat was going to be on the street. 
So she took the cat in, did not get along at all with the other two cats. And it's been like this for years where like this cat is quarantined in one part of the apartment and the other two cats run wild and then it'll switch sometimes. But then when they do see each other, they fight. And it's like, I mean, they fight like gnarly, you know, it's it, you're like, you worry that one of them's going to like, I don't know, like die or like, Oh yeah. No cats eye. fighting. No yeah. Not like the play, not the play fighting, but like the real fighting. So I was just, I was kind of sick of being by myself in my apartment. And I was like, well, why don't you bring over the kitty? And then I was like, she's staying here. And my parents were kind of lukewarm about that. But I think now that they don't have two fighting cats or that three fighting cats, they feel they feel better about the decision. So now um, she's mine. So you're living life with a bodega cat. And I'm like, yes, I'm living life with a bodega cat. She's very sweet. So it's fun to a good her. show title, Life with a Bodega Cat. That's my web series <laughs> that we're on right now. Kevin, get the music ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air. Support independent community media by pledging whatever you can. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. I want to hear from Noah, actually, because I realize that we've been like just like kind of more or less, you know, just checking in with everybody. But Noah, I, I have not spoken to you in far too long, my friend. Um, you you look like you are in a secret corner that is very well lit. Uh, I am I, in a very secret corner. We've got the uh, uh, for for our listeners who can only hear my voice. We've got these lovely purple curtains behind me and um, got some got some sound baffling. No, this is my. Uh, new uh, audio recording cave I've been uh, working on. I, I, I was just talking to Will about this the other day. I'm, I've been working on uh, making my space um, more conducive to creativity and just being able to uh, shut out the mess that is the rest of the world and um, come in here and uh, do, do whatever magic needs to be done. I get it. I have soundproofing that's right here. I had to be very creative. I don't have an actual wall, but I have to like figure out some ways to like drown out the sound. <laughs> I have a, a porta booth that's in front of the computer, so or in behind the computer, I should say. So, um, some creative tricks. But you, sir, are a pro, a pro fesh, and so you know what to do <laughs> at this point. You got the right gear. Got the home studio. I mean, home studios are you're, I mean, pandemic proof. No matter what the case is, you're doing that shit already before this. Um, what's what's new in the cooker? What 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 kind of work have you been up to? You're you're teaching still, I imagine. Yep, uh, I'm I'm still teaching. Um, I have um, a number of audiobooks that have been uh, going uh, going through and recording yes, and putting yes. those up and putting those out and getting. Tell, um... tell us about the audiobooks. I, I'm uh, <laughs> I, I'm I am completely out out of the loop with everything i see audiophile magazines and i'm like this is intense i can't i can't uh, most most of the stuff that i do um i under under not my own name i uh, narrate male male romance um which has been getting um wait what's your 
you're you have you have a, a uh-huh. like a you, you you can't you can't reveal your 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 stage name your 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 narrator name i i i have um been told that sometimes you got to keep a lid on that now I, 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 there's that there's there's a fella named nick hudson who sounds a lot like me um uh-huh, who uh-huh. Uh, who narrates male male romance um and it's uh yeah it's it's great i love it um that's been the bulk of the books i've been doing lately under my own name i have kids books that i do and and things Got like it. that so never never that particular twain uh ought meet um but uh yeah doing that doing lessons um oh oh if you dig a um uh horror uh like twilight zone style horror with full audio soundscape in the back look at uh fright night radio on youtube that's uh, nice. a lot of that is me um, Excellent. A few other narrators as well on there who are also quite good. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, How do you get into the narration game? I sort of fell into it out of, um, I went to college for musical theater. Uh, I uh, was very lucky to get um, representation right out of, um, right out of college, uh, who sent me off to an audition for a uh, Disney um board book which is a thing that i don't think exists anymore but wait the, a uh, disney board book? i had them i had the disney bo- board books for okay, sure. okay okay good, good somebody somebody actually knows what i'm talking about yeah uh, um uh, 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 uh jojo's circus was one of the ones i i uh not not the full cartoon i i, I yeah yeah with that but um you know you'll go to the bookstore and you'll see the books were like press the thing on the side and the elephant says Wah. um yeah. that's yeah so that was, that oh, was uh, me turn the page bring exactly exactly um so i got to do a handful of those and then from there i uh discovered that audiobooks were a thing and fell into that and 15 years later how old am i here uh, here i am here you are <laughs> it's so great dude oh my god i had no idea that uh, that I think when we had had you on the show, we had covered uh, some of the bases of uh, getting into the voiceover game, but I didn't realize it was uh, specifically that particular avenue. That's wonderful. Yeah, and that's, been, Disney. that's been the bulk of it. Uh, well, I, very, very small scale Disney. You're not going to you're not going to hear me on uh, uh, the latest um, uh, the, the latest cartoon on Disney Plus or anything like that. But uh, that was that was one of my first gigs was with was through the Disney company. Yeah. Amazing. Wait, what? <laughs> I was whispering something very creepy. <laughs> please, please cut yeah. that out. Do not oh, let that go to the final. <laughs> we're all slaves to Disney. Um, we Will, are. what were you saying? No, no, we, uh, I love the line. Well, uh, but no, how many novels have you done at this point? Uh, I have, I think, 52 books. Damn, on, dude. That's um, amazing. ACX are on uh, Audible. Um, they're not they're not all novels some of them are like this is a short kids book but th- yeah then there's there, there's also um like full length uh full length stuff on there yeah uh under under my name or under uh nick hudson if you if you enjoy uh sweet and steamy male male romance that's uh, i just what like, I, 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 like me <laughs> I don't know who he is but he's great but just but just on the subject of nick hudson so so like what would your porn star name be and is there any <laughs> in some way shape or form we can relate to nick hudson what's 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 the um what are the the, 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 the criteria is always different depending on who I ask is what I middle saying. name and is the what? street you grew up on. Wait, what, was what is it? Yes. Yeah. Your porn name is supposed to be your middle name and the street you grew up on. So I'm Daniel Monticello. Okay. Okay. Michelle Spear. 
It works. Uh, it works. Gardner Montague. <laughs> yep. You have a porn star. Uh, Jarrett Crescent. Little, oh, clunky. Oh, little clunky. I don't know solid, about that. Solid, solid. <laughs> That's a solid porn name. If it's, I've I've heard so... I've heard first pet in Street you grew up on, which would that's be what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah, the yeah, one yeah. I knew. Chip Crescent. If if, uh, if I get <laughs> yeah, if that's if that's the case, my I, I I got a good one. Rufus Oheo. Ooh. Oh, hey, <laughs> Fur puff spear. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just rest in peace for Puff, who apparently died. Who knew? Yeah, oh, call, that's a callback call, to an earlier episode. That is episode. a callback. Yeah, shout out to Jeff. Yeah, for, for breaking the news over a recording about your childhood pet dying without you realizing it. For yeah, for anybody, group. everybody yeah. looks a little bit shocked right now. The short version is um, I had a hamster as a kid. And then, uh, you know, 15 years later, my brother came on to an episode of Lost and Rewound. And I found out on the air that my hamster was not taken to the pet store. My hamster was, in fact, dead. <laughs> So, um, you hadn't uh, figured it out <laughs> i gotta say i have to say that when your parents tell you that hey listen your hamster is sick we brought it back to the pet store they're gonna take care of it but we're gonna go get you a gerbil next week you believe them you never question it oh farm upstate where they send all the gerbils <laughs> Yeah, there were there were signs. The hamsters though. run free. <laughs> I believed them. I never questioned it through all these years. It just that was the that was reality. Aww. It was fur puff was sick and was taken to the pet store. That was my truth. Well, but turns mean. out that was not my truth. I mean that the way they phrase it sounds kind of reasonable. Like the pet yeah. store is gonna. It's not like he went to a farm, you know. But it's. That's my, uh, I had a, a, I had fish when I was a kid Same. and lots of fish and they were all named after, um, Sesame street characters. And on a oh. side note, my poor name is big bird, Madison. Hey. Nice. Nice. Yes, it is. And, um, but anyway, my fish kept dying and my mom would always rush to the pet store to buy replacement fish. And I remember one seeing it was Big Bird actually like had a black dot that wasn't there the day before. And I was like, what happened? She's like, oh, that just happens sometimes. And I, I gradually figured that one out, but. It's a fish dot. They get them. Fish box. Kevin, you grew up in Texas. What, what would be your poor name? Oh God, I can't even remember the name of the street that I grew up on. So, I mean, it, it's the, the pet thing. It'd be Chewy something. That's real good. Chewy Hancock. Oh god. <laughs> what, what, what kind of pet was that? Was that a dog? The cat. I grew up with several cats. So it's like we always at least had three cats in the house whenever was, I was a kid. Didn't get a dog until um, I think I was in mm, high school. I think. Yeah. So but, sorry. But and I've never had a cat. So All if right. you had to, if you had to get like guess the name of the street you grew up on, just because Chewy seems like such a great. First oh yeah. Name. Like I think you should just you should just ballpark throw something out there. Well, the first street that I really remember was actually Seminole Springs. So Chewy Seminole Springs. <laughs> Chewy Springs. I mean. Chewy <laughs> Seminole. Come on, Chewy Seminole. <laughs> <laughs> That's so oh, good. Oh my god. 
perfect. That's amazing. The thinker. I thought your audio cut out at I was raised by cats. <laughs> <laughs> There's Phone. uh sorry, you were saying Kevin? I, I, I cut you off. No, no, I was just saying like if only I was raised by cats. That might have been a little bit uh more of a fun childhood. <laughs> Did anything uh, crazy and auspicious happen uh, when you were younger to uh, either of these cats? Any of these cats? Did no, 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 no. I don't know. No, like crazy demise. Hopefully, no, know. no, 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 no. Nothing crazy like that. Nothing Good. that I, I didn't know about. They didn't have to go back to the uh, the the pet store or anything like that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. It was lucky. It's a, it's a a good point to actually talk about you know how all of us uh, you know most of us here have shared uh, childhood stuff some of us have shared uh, stuff that was a little more recent but altogether I think it's the very nature of coming on a show like Lost and Rebound and sharing uh, experiences that maybe haven't been shared uh, to anybody um, and so for the fact that you know you've gotten all have you have gotten chance to expose a little bit about your your younger selves and uh, put it on display in some cases recorded uh have have you become a little more uh able to be objective about your younger selves since coming on the show well for me i went on the show that was january of 2020 so it was like right before all this happened so yeah it was it's well, a lot of we all had a lot of time to think and get to know ourselves better, and um, there were a lot of changes. Moving, new job, and I felt like that reflects where I am now, which is just I can see myself more as a person, uh, less as someone that has to be perfect, and maybe a little more realistically too, a little bit more with compassion. Tim, what was your experience uh, like with when you and Molly were on the show? Uh, you shared uh, some very uh you know, some very revealing stories and uh, I'm sure it gave you a, a chance to sort of uh, be a little more reflective. Um, even though your clips were a little more of the more recent variety, but even still some of the stories you were telling were extremely, extremely provocative. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. I, I don't necessarily remember what stories I shared, which ones, but I'm thinking um, of the acting class, but that was not, that was just one, one. And yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, those stories have continued on with my therapist since then. But that uh, <laughs> that is, yeah. Um, it, it, you know, similar to what Olivia said, it really was kind of a bookmark because, you know, we all, you, you know Molly, and Molly is much better at the selling herself thing. She's better at the whole, like, bringing out that craft. And when I was on, this was the first show you had, I had been on since starting that whole process. Um, in terms of acting and, and, and uh, teaching, like, yeah, I, I, where I was in terms of that story, I was too afraid to do an acting class because I felt like I had in large way lost my sense of authorship, my sense of agency, and now needed to be told if something was good by some authority figure and could no longer trust any kind of authority figure to tell me if something was good. Um, but since then, kind of partially by exploring it there, I was able to kind of find a different one who, you know, you find a teacher who doesn't think or act like their God, uh, who are harder to find than you might think in the world of New York City acting teachers. Um, but you find them eventually, and you, you, that lets you kind of continue on with your craft. Um, and so it was really interesting to like, but also, and then in my own work, it was interesting to be like, and what I mentioned with Molly is that like, that was kind of my first stepping out and like really trying to like share my work 
with the world. Uh, I, I've spent a long time being like, okay, I'll just create it in quiet. And if anyone notices, fantastic. Yeah. And then eventually like realize like, okay, I found my voice. I know what I'm doing. It's time to focus on actually sharing it with people. I feel like uh, I'm going. I feel like I'm going in the uh, opposite order of you as you are right now. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like I'm going internal, um, but that's fascinating that uh, you have uh, really honed in on being able to be more ex uh, uh, extroverted in that way. I guess yeah. it gets to a point where I also recognize that facilitators uh, deserve to be the ones who are providing those voices. Um, and so it's wonderful and inspiring to be in a time now where in my life I see how I see how what I've been doing has worked and how it doesn't necessarily have to continue on if I don't know where to how, where and how to proceed with it if there are others who are doing it in a much more savvy and much more efficient manner. Um, I've fallen uh, into the the trap of being old and not understanding social media and like not being quick enough. And um, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm like totally okay with being a dinosaur and just like being like good with what I'm doing and not trying to be better at what others are doing um, because it's not a competition. Everyone's doing more or less the same thing and uh, everyone's got a podcast and everyone's got a voice and everyone's putting their, their, putting their, their brain on paper or uh, vice versa on the web. And so it's just noise. And I'm not sure I can really add to that noise anymore. Um, does that make sense? It just feels like I, I'm, I, I, if there's already so much noise out there, I can only contribute so much to add to it. Yeah, I, I definitely want to say that I think you are more than capable of, of, of understanding the social media if you want to, but it sounds like you've absolutely, this is your journey. You've, you've made this transition into this place where you feel like you, this, you're, you're happy creating what you're creating as you take this next step into a huge new part of your life. So, you know, I, I'm, I, I applaud that and I applaud your, um, you know, I mean, I mean, dude, you've been, you've created so much over the last, what, you know, seven years of doing this. Eight, and if we're eight, including eight, eight, and I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, Lost and Rewind began in a living room and the backyard stoned out of my goddamn mind. And then my buddy, Doug Johnson, who produced it with me reached out back to me and said hey you know let's let's actually let's let's consider that let's let's make that happen so someone actually listened to what i was saying and i was like oh okay i guess we're gonna go with this then and so we did and um i don't know i just ran with it stubbornly and uh you got some work to do dude i i i have been i have literally i i have edited every single episode of lost rewound for the last four five years or so so uh, I, I mean, do what you got to do, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm getting vaccinated on Thursday, so you're you're on your own here, bud. <laughs> but um, but you know, but Rach, would you like to show your clips? Yeah, I thought you have them. Here we go. Screen. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. So it's been two years since uh, a very special thing happened on Radio Free Brooklyn. What is that? 
I uh, decided to record an episode with Jimmy Hoffman and Allison Goodman. Jimmy Hoffman. As a, a way to ring in the Jewish New Year. We played some Hebrew school clips from the Danziger Zone and drank some wine. And it was pretty wonderful. That sounds amazing, that Elon. That's pretty. Foot flaming? <laughs> Possibly. Rachel, you, I love how you just like laid the floor and we were all waiting for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the first use of Rachel's catchphrase ever. Flaming. It was not the first one. That was not the first use of Rachel's catchphrase. Rach, would you like to introduce your, your lovely kid? Yeah. Um, but Alon, can I get your initial reaction to hearing that? I think it's just nice to uh, hear our, our banter. And uh, it was, I think, one of the first times you, not the first time, but one of the first times we were like really digging deep into your uh, archives. And so I was very excited for that episode. Yeah. Yeah. The reason that I chose this clip, there's one other clip, but I chose this one because it was at a point where it was still sort of early on with me co-hosting and I had adopted Flamin. And at this point like the three of us and and you obviously are one of those three like we created this energy where we could have that banter and I really felt like it was a moment where we just all clicked and it just felt so natural to be regularly on this with everyone that's so sweet thank you so much for saying that because it's like, I didn't even, I, I think in that moment, I was trying to, you know, do me and come up with a different word besides flaming, but, but you just no. jumped in on it. You just knew yeah. that that's what belonged in that space in that time. Improvised. It, it, improv, improvisation dictates you just say yes and. So, I mean, who am I to deny? Just fucking, let's just go all, let's, let's go, keep going, you know, continue onward you know i'm not gonna like be like wait why did you say that <laughs> no don't deny just keep going yeah yeah and and yeah exactly like that clip just really stood out um will can we go on to the next one yes 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 and so the embodiment of nick jr purity <laughs> it's great. more or less talking to myself here's the thing i still talk to myself i talk to myself out loud vocally i talk to myself out loud so that if someone was around and, and like hearing a crazy guy talk to himself while he walks his dogs in park slope that would probably be me i feel like you and i did that with a tape recorder when i was a kid i feel like you could be like the host of or, or a character in a nick jr show <laughs> oh my god that's bringing it back for what <laughs> for, like, for the way that you talk to yourself uh-huh all the hosts and like the main characters and everyone they always talk to themselves like little bill that's true oh my Franklin, god that's so true little bear mm -hmm. they all talk to themselves and i feel like your life as you speak to yourself out loud you are the embodiment of nick jr Ooh, i think this uh you're on to something because you because you do and say a lot of very pure things you are you are the embodiment of nick jr purity yeah so what you're saying is viacom has rights to my ass <laughs> you are one of the purest people i know 
Yay. Thank you so much. That means that's a huge uh, compliment. I take that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And uh, yes, you are owned by Viacom. And on this day, your birthday, I want to say, Elon, you're one of the shittiest people I know. <laughs> so there you go. I'm still one of the shittiest people. No, I'm kidding. That's fine. That is so true. You are one of the most amazing people we know. That uh, episode was fun because it was pretty much just playing one of the very last Danziger Zone um, tapes. It was just more zany fun um, from the house. Um, just like a perfect example of middle school me. Gosh, this has been wonderful. I'm so happy to be seeing everybody's faces. Uh, I, I, I don't really know. I mean, I'm not the one who's... Thank you, Rachel and Will, for doing this. Jesus, this is like, this is just... This made this miss made my, my week. I would say this every time you make a change, the moment of the change is scary. However, I've rarely had a change where it didn't lead to something better, and that I found that those skills that I think I'm turning off have been a foundation for the next chapter. And so, I, I hope you find that, and I think you will. Thank you so much for saying that. And I'll just encourage you that whenever you feel that bug to create again, you know, don't think of it as just adding noise to a noisy atmosphere, but do it for yourself. I'll say once again, do it for your kids and, you know, for people who'd like to speak to you and don't ever mute that, but do it when it, you need to do it for yourself. That's really sweet of you to say. I, I, will, I will absolutely hold that to me. Uh, hold hold that dear when I when I continue on. Thank you. Uh, Congratulations and uh, th it, this this could 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 not have happened to a nicer person. And I am so happy for you and so proud of you and um, so excited for you. I can't wait to I can't wait to see uh, see what's next. Uh Elon, just congratulations on eight plus years of creating what you wanted to create. That is incredibly hard to make what you want, wants to come from you and not what you think everyone else wants. Uh, harder, I think, now than ever to do so, I think, in some ways. And so I want to really applaud that. Um, and on a less serious note, uh, when your kid misbehaves, and is old enough to understand the shame that comes in this. I want you to take them close and just go, I gave up my radio show for you. Can we do any pearls of wisdom? I don't really have much more to add than what everyone else has said. It's like everything that you've helped me rediscover about myself, Elon, has just been absolutely magical. And even though they were always there, the fact that you were able to pull them out of me has just been it reawakened something in me and it's helped me to uh, not necessarily reconnect with that child, but allow them to play. And I thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, to all of our wonderful listeners, this is bringing it to an end. Guys, we made it. We made it through another show. And oh my God, Elon, this is, you've become such a pillar of my life. That it's going to be very it's going to be an adapt it's, it's going to be an adjustment me too i mean when i came to new york this was one of the first things i did and i don't know that i don't know if i would be doing exactly what i'm doing right now if if i hadn't come on that first week 
dude, if it wasn't for you, I, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't have met Noah. I wouldn't be doing voiceovers. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't have even thought of this medium as a medium that I could do. I mean, very to, to echo Rachel, like I'm, it, you know, it's it, you, you introduced me to this world. I, I think we're all, thank you for that. I, I thank you. I mean, I think it's uh, imperative that we as artists inspire each other. Um, and I can't say enough good words about what you guys have done to uh, see this through to the end. I've had a lot of co-hosts who have been on the show uh, helping me out with this and, you know, helping, you know, produce content and find guests and listening to me nag and nag and nag. And most of them I'm, I'm still on good terms with. And it's just nice that uh, I had a, a, a crew assembled to see me through that uh, really believed in the vision and kept it going with me for all through all this time. So I uh, really appreciate uh, to the from the bottom of my heart, what you guys uh, have done to make make me feel more full, so that I can instill it onto you uh, what I have learned. It's honestly one of the favorite parts of my life. Um, this has been episode two hundred and forty nine of Lost and Rewound. Um, I guess there may be another new episode um, at some point, but I mean, as it, as has been told, um, the show is not going to continue uh, for at least, uh, uh, you know, up until, I guess, next month, and that's it. So um, thank you to Will and Rachel for uh, organizing this episode, of which will be um, one to remember, for sure. And one, one that I'll hold dear for a long, long time. It's been flaming. This is Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Alon. And I'm Will. And I'm Rachel. Stay safe. Wear your masks and be positive and keep creating. Whatever you're doing, create and just keep creating. Danzinger, and you're listening to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time to get embarrassed with us. Hi, this is Alon Danziger, and you're listening to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's time to get embarrassed with us.